With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. You all set for retirement, mate? Yeah. My sis will look after me. Claire, did you win the lotto? Not my sister. My Seabus Super Income Stream. Sis. Oh, right. With as little as $80,000 super, Sis works with the pension to provide a steady paycheck even after you retire. Seabus for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, go to seabussuper.com.au for PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. SCG, we're not there, we're here in Melbourne at a very iconic Melbourne landmark for our YouTube video. I'm Adam Collins, you are Jeff Lemon. Uh, We've seen the game speed up on day three and not go quite so quickly on day four, which means we'll have a fifth day. India still notionally in it as far as winning the game is concerned. In reality, they've got three sessions to survive, but you can paint a picture on why that was so in 30 seconds for us, Jeff. In 30 seconds. They started the day 197 in front, Australia, and went on. uh, Lavis Kuckney and Smith did the spade work. Manus made 75. Smith made 81. Fairly slow through the first session. India dropped catches. Didn't help, but that set up Cameron Green to have a gallop. Made 84. Top scored. Hit four sixes. Had some fun. Tim Payne, 39. Not out. And they declared it T. Six down. 4.06 in front. And India went all right for a while. 71 for the opening stand. 50 for Rohit Sharma. But then Hazelwood and Cummins. They got the two openers out. Rahane and Pajara at the crease. They have to bat all day tomorrow. Hazelwood and Cummins starting a spell with a wicket. How often do we see it? Hazelwood, I think it was his first ball. It was. To Shubman Gill, who was looking the business, yeah. as was Rohit Sharma to an extent. He was out hooking with about five minutes to go on the mm. day, which were pulling really more than hooking. I mean, as Simon Caddish pointed out on our call, in almost any other game of cricket, he's trying to pop that on the moon, but 
maybe he's playing within himself being mm. a test match and thus why he puts it down Mitchell Played Stark's throat within the boundary as it were and yeah. that was not the way to do it um, yes yeah, especially so late in the day but you know Rowett had looked great the cover drives he really looked like he was happy to be back in test cricket unlike David Warner coming in as the attacking opener in the other team stiffness David Warner's got we were told oh, yeah. uh, tonight so he's off the field and on the field I think a little bit uh, in it's the too field stiff in. to play I think we'll find out later it's a lot more than stiffness okay, okay let's go to the end of the second session yeah. it's going to be the biggest talking point of the day okay. let's do it through the prism of what Cameron Green was doing at the time so yep. Green goes boom 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 I want you in my room mm. and I want to spend the, the night, night together together, together in our room until uh, yeah. but the problem was between all of that yeah. as he was probably giving himself a chance for a maiden test hundred yep. some plonkers over the fence again abused Mohammed Siraj as was the case yesterday yeah. we don't know exactly what was said but the fact that Mohammed Siraj has said it was of a of a nature within racial vilification I, I, I don't want to I'm going to be careful here I'm going to walk the tightrope of not saying that it was racist abuse mm-hmm. because I'm reluctant to fall into the trap of asserting something beforehand but I'm certainly willing to take Siraj's word for it uh, my inclination is that if you're an Indian player in Australia and you know the history of Indian players in Australia you would know that you are not going to make that claim. You're not going to level that claim unless you're pretty sure what's been said because you know that if you're wrong or if you're making it up, your life will not be worth living on social media. So I think the benefit of any doubt at this particular stage of the situation needs to go with Siraj as the investigation takes place well, in the fullness of time. a pretty basic way to look at it is that up to four Indian players reported this yesterday yes. and said that it had already happened. What happened today? Maybe, maybe today wasn't racist abuse. We don't know yet, but... It was yesterday, that's what they were saying. Yep. We, we don't know what they're saying it was today, but the fact that he would bring a test match to a halt as an international professional athlete does tend to tell you that there must have been a reason for it. So whatever the detail of it is, I don't think really matters. You're getting a lot of people saying, well, we have to know exactly what we've said, but is it sort of up to you to judge what is what, what you think is offensive or not? He did. He brought the match to a halt. You know, that, that's enough for me. Yeah, it was striking seeing a test match held up for I think it was 12 minutes all told yeah. from the minute that it happened until they restarted I think it was wonderfully handled by Paul Rifle and Paul Wilson mm-hmm. and Ajinka Rahane and Sian Payne as well who went through the full process yeah. with New South Wales Police the security officials at the SCG everyone played their role perfectly and then they went through the, the process of kicking mm. out those guys now I just want to redouble that point yeah I don't feel as though the burden of proof sits with Mohammed Siraj at this point in time. He doesn't need to give, um, by my to, way of thinking... To spell out an affidavit that says this is exactly what happened and these are exactly the words that were said. Exactly. Whatever. I think that, that at this point of the situation, that goes over to the investigators and they'll go through their process in the usual yeah. way. But... Again, having to go through this in Australian cricket, it is so embarrassing that we're even in this situation as Australian cricket fans having to witness anything like this at the Mm. game, especially after it was highlighted at the close of play last night by Jasper Boomer and Mohamed Siraj and all the conversations. The fact that we're even in this place to begin with is just... I mean, you just got to shake your head. It's embarrassing and... I mean, we can talk in platitudes and say we hope it won't happen again, but Hmm. this is broader than just cricket. Well, the fact is it continues to happen, and it happens in New Zealand. It happens all the racist abuse that Darren Sammy was talking about getting in India when he didn't even know that's what was happening until it was translated for him. You know, it's it's happened in a bunch of places around the world, and, look, it's, it's a human problem, but we can't sort of wrap it up in a... 
patriotic nationalist thing, that no. sort of thing of saying, oh, Australia's better than this. Well, you know, clearly we're not because it keeps happening in Australia and it has done for, for a very long time. Yeah, and the both sidesing of this, yeah. uh, like, well, I mean, Harbhajan seeing Andrew Simon's 12... Yeah. Years, yes, yes, that's also true. Also bad. That's also it, bad. Yeah. It, it isn't about parochially barracking yeah, yeah. for your team in who is the less racist... Who's the, the least suit. worst. Yeah, that's, 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 that's <laughs> I came last on the racism <laughs> league. <laughs> the lowest points tally on the racism league. And, uh, well done, me. <laughs> and unfortunately, due to... You know, you know, some of the comments tonight made by people mm. in the crowd, it fuels that. And I'm sure when we turn on breakfast television tomorrow morning and when we chuck on pay television yeah. late tonight, you already know the way this is going to go. Yep. And perhaps to me, that's one of the most disheartening parts of this. We already know exactly how this is going to play out. And it's going to be shambolic and it's <laughs> going to be horrible. And I just wish that this didn't happen. That's yeah. what it comes down to. And oh, I feel well. sorry for Siraj Doubly because of he's been such a joyous part of this yeah. series. He has been in this country after his father died didn't go to the funeral yeah. and on consecutive days he's been abused over the fence this has been a really positive part of our summer seeing a bloke walk out onto the test arena for the first mm -hmm. time and be super impressive the fact that now his tour will be partially remembered for this is such a crying shame yep and, and I was just going to say uh, uh, well it's the kind of thing that happens given a car just drove past us and so on it was like screaming out the window I was like ah oh, good another example of intelligent Australian public life exceptionalism yeah if you're, um, if you're wondering about the noises in the background, that's a fountain. If you're listening to this as an audio-only thing, we're at the, the National Gallery of Victoria wandering past the fountain. So and, and that was a horrible part of the day, and, and it's, it's such an unusual thing to see a test match just stop. You know, it doesn't happen yeah. very often. You have the, the Ranatunga, Muralitharan stuff, or you, you have the um, you know, Pakistan with the being accused of ball tampering in, in, in England. Yep. But, you know, test matches don't stop very often. They yep. don't just never return and we just have to watch nothing happen as, as the players come together. So, And, and that, that cricket league too, by today. the way, just the idea that Green probably would have had the chance with, I think it was 13, yeah. 13 or 14 minutes, something like that. No, sorry, it was 17 minutes before the tea break was due. He just bombed two sixes. Yep. There's every chance he'll face, you know, 10 more balls and yeah. have the chance to advance the three figures unexpectedly after yeah. the way he made his way carefully to a half century, his first for Australia. Yeah. But, you know, he was deprived of that moment as well by the plonkers in the crowd. Let's, and let's talk about that because he plonked a few into the crowd, the gears for Cameron Green, where he came out just after Matthew Wade had gone. There was a point where, you know, Australia could have wobbled. Manus edged one from Navdeep Saini down the leg side on debut, picked up that wicket. Ritterman Saha, the substitute yep. keeper, took a wonderful catch diving away. And then Matthew Wade shortly afterwards got a ripping delivery that moved away from him, took the outside edge. And, and Green came in in that situation, had to bunker down and rebuild, did so. And then when it was time to open up, he had the gears to go up. Four sixes in the end, as I said, was happy to charge the second new ball and just put it in the stands. Boom, 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 Boomer in the end because Boomer got him out off the inside edge. That little nick as Green was looking to put another one on the moon. But um, yeah, it was, it was pretty exciting stuff to see him top score and have that range. On our commentary we were talking about when was the last time we saw an Australian test cricketer who could hit the ball that far mm. and look maybe Mitchell Marsh on his day but we seldom saw him with the opportunity to do it yeah. one day at Adelaide back in 2014 he was given that kind of license yes, but really it's I remember that it's Adam, at Lords 2015 Lords 2015 but mm. really it's Adam Gilchrist and then it's maybe David Warner for about five minutes at the very very start yep. of his career and now it's Cameron Green and I don't think we were expecting him to be that kind of player four weeks ago when he makes his debut three mm. weeks ago when he makes his debut and he you know played so conservatively and technically correct but the idea that he's got this alternative personality he can shift into at a mm -hmm. moment's notice I mean it's quite 
exciting that he bowls 140 clicks, he can bat all day, and he can also bat like a T20 player. Steve Smith, a ton in the match, and then 81. That interesting number that I noticed today, which is that he's never made two 50s in a test. So any time he's made gone past 50 twice one of them's been 100 he's just got that ridiculous conversion rate and he could have he, he was very close to getting twin tons again he got yep. that for the first time at Edgebaston in 2019 but could have done that again here didn't quite finish it off in the end he was one run short of his highest score when he'd made 100 also oh. in the test match yeah, okay. I went one step further after I read that from you from 82, uh, the 82, 82 that he made in Melbourne it, in the Ashes in 1718 not quite was it was it? the 82 he made at Manchester after his double ton in the first innings at okay. 2019 but all the same Averages 90 against India in Australia. Yep. Averages 100 against India at the SCG. So I don't mm-hmm. know why they want to play there next week. Averages 76 against India in all test cricket. Right. I mean, you know, for all the talk of the, the Steve Smith slump and all the rest of it. <laughs> that was a real thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Been a, a, as far as the scoreboard is concerned. But, you know, it, it's cliched. But uh, there was no questioning his all-round class. Yeah. Um, for about five minutes, it was a real thing. But back he is. And presuming he gets to go to Brisbane, he quite likes making runs there as well. True. And the sort of... The quiet achiever stuff for Manus in that, you know, he's two half centuries, he's 91 and then he's 74 and key runs at a point. But there was that key moment where he was dropped second ball of the day, just flicked one away to leg gully. Jasper Boomer, who's been bowling with some impediment, he doesn't look fully fit, he looks at least just very sore and very tired. And he summoned up the strength to come in Bowl the first spell of the day, flicks it to Bahari at, at Lake Gully and, and the catchers put down second ball and you could just feel all the air go out of the Indian team. It know. was such a moment. We said, I think our parting words last night were India need eight wickets in a session yeah. to have a viable chance of winning this game. Look, maybe that was overplaying it. Maybe mm. eight wickets across a session and a half would have done yeah. the trick and given them a chaseable score given the way Australia put their foot down in the fourth hour today. But mm-hmm. all the same, Bahari, how often do you see it? a player out of form with the bat and that transfers to dropping catches in the field as well. He'll be the, the first man voted off the island if they do make changes before Brisbane, if they're in a position to. We got mm. some injury updates this morning that Rishabh Pant, he's still getting treatment for his arm. So Ritam and Saha was keeping today. We're going to talk about Ritam and Saha a little bit later, actually. Okay. And Ravinda Jadeja has fractured his left thumb. Yep. So the probability of, of him playing again in this series is got to be pretty low, I would have yeah, thought. So I've heard various things that either it's a fracture or it's a dislocation. Dislocation and, from the um, BCCI this morning. Morning. Right, yeah, yeah. so it's it's very sore and it's strapped up, and so they're not going to make him bat. You know, maybe unless it's a Graham Smith scenario yeah. where they need to get through five overs or something at the end, he might come out. But otherwise, he won't do that. So that's about it, I suppose. Well, the, the opening stand between. India, uh, India's two openers, Shubman Gill and Rohit Sharma. That was Gill just looking really, really good again and getting out in the 30s, which he's done quite a bit. And so he'll want to make sure that doesn't become a trend. And that's okay. He was batting really well. I mean, young player, new to test cricket, looks the part, looks steady. Rohit Sharma looked really good too. I mean, the Mm. fact that India did not have a dependable opening partnership through the first two tests of this series. I love their fight. I love the fact that they're way behind in this game, but you wouldn't necessarily know it watching the final session tonight. Watching Rohit whip a length ball off off stump over square leg for six just casual as you like it's like oh well I felt like it so I did I, I really enjoyed seeing that in yeah. in this situation. He would have been absolutely smashed if he got out, but still. And there were a number of DRS uh, decisions, referrals uh, mm. in that final session, and that prompted some conversation around the umpires. Mm. I think they've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. I think Paul Wilson, Paul Rifle and Bruce Oxenford have helped bolster the mm. argument that post-COVID we should forget about this neutral umpire. I understand why neutral umpires were very important 25 years ago, do yeah. not get me wrong. Uh, but now, I think yeah. we've got to the stage where these professionals are showing 
their true worth mm. and we don't necessarily need to fly two neutral umpires to yeah. every test match and deny the chance for ICC elite panel members to, to, to officiate games yeah. in their own countries. Because they're not going to make wrong decisions if it costs their own careers. You know, no. If that means you don't get to do the World Cup final because you kept making bad decisions in a test match to, to sneakily help your team win. And that's how it used to be, by yeah. the way. You to, when, when the home board appointed they were umpires... Amateurs. They were just like, had their feet up doing something, working at the bottle shop or whatever sure. it is, and then came in to do a bit of umping. But, but the point here is, is that in the bad old days, yeah. you lived or died by your home board, mm. not by what the ICC right. decided on your behalf. So, yeah, the, the point here is, is that, yes, a few decisions. I mean, the, the Hazelwood-Pajara one, they're like, oh, it was going away over the stumps. Yeah, sure, it was going over the stumps by six inches. But, I mean, we've both watched a lot of cricket. We're all thinking, well, that's out. You watch it because DRS has fundamentally changed the way we think about bounce. Mm. Projections show greater bounce than we than we see with the naked yeah. eye. Than we've ever anticipated before. Yeah. That's our halfway, I reckon. We've got the Hall of Fame okay. in the second half and uh, we've got our throw forward to tomorrow. A quick word about our sponsors, Seabus Super. They do superannuation. Uh, they were asking us to think about 1998, Adam, when Mark Taylor became the fourth Australian to make a double, triple, a double, triple, a triple, double. He did a gymnastics thing. A triple century in test cricket. Uh, most memorable innings. An unbeaten 334. That last ball of the day, had he beat Ejaz Ahmed, he would have overtaken Don Bradman. But instead, that's what he closed on at the end of day two. Three, three, four. And so he had that point overnight where he was thinking about whether he would go on the next day and, and break the record or whether he should stay where he'd accidentally ended up, uh, level with the Don. But whatever he thought, in, in, in the deep of the night, he made the right decision. He made the right call and history will always remember that. And that is our lesson for today, that you have to know when it's time to declare and enjoy the fruits of your labour. In our context, that is why Seabus has an advice team so they can help you plan for retirement when the time is right to call a stop, which is something you may have trouble admitting that you have to do, Adam. Can't stop, won't stop. Yes, I should probably start planning for that. Consider CBUS today. You can visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word. Get yourself a PDS in aid of that decision and remember that past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Back to the show. It's the final word, India Daily, day four, SCG. We are at the Art Centre, mm-hmm. the famous spire here in the centre of Melbourne. The Arrow River's over there, a gorgeous part of the world, the would water you, feature uh, we've walked past. When you look up at it, would you say you're inspired? I am inspired mm-hmm. looking at this. I always you're am. You're outspired. We're not in the spire. We're true. outspired. That's true. I love being in there at Hamer Hall or mm. the National Gallery of Victoria. It's really the cultural epicentre of the main bit of Melbourne. India require 309 runs tomorrow to win, yep. or they need to survive for three sessions. Pajara and Rahane are in the middle at the moment, who are the two men most likely mm-hmm. if they're going to do the former. They'll probably be nine out, all out, maybe eight out, all out, time will tell. But before we wrap up the day and look forward, we have a Hall of Fame member to induct. To start or with... a I've nomination. Got... Can I throw you a nomination? Oh, please, My yes. nomination is everyone who on day two said, Pajara bats too slowly. Uh, <laughs> oh, you probably make 30 in a day. Well, if you make 30 in a day tomorrow, he'll save the test match for India and you can all pop it in your pipes and smoke it. Oh, I have copped so much grief about my Pajara support on social media the last couple of days. I think you summed it up well last night. It's not about Pajara. It's about the players around him yeah. and the way they do not 
tailor their game to Pajara's style, which is a dependable one in this part of the world. Open and shut for mine, but tomorrow we'll we'll add to that conversation one way or the other. You might say that we're bananas for Pajara. We sure are. Are you sure thinking are. what I'm thinking, B1? <laughs> I'm going to nominate Ritterman Saha. Yep. Now, on six occasions in Test cricket, mm. the substitute fielder has taken four catches. Excellent. Do you know who one of the previous five were? It was a Test match we were at. Six catches in the match? No, it's four catches. Four, sorry, four catches, four catches in an a sub. Four, four is the most for a yep. sub in a test match. In a full test stop. match. And we were at a test match where someone took four as a sub, and it's an unlikely character, one you like very much, actually. Uh, one I like too. Okay. A Was Tasmanian it? fast bowler. Oh, it's not Jackson Bird. It it's is Jack Jackson Bird. Bird. I remember him doing this in 2016? 2017. January 2017 at this same ground, the SCG the against Pakistan. Pakistan. Game. Yeah. Yes. I forgot yes. about that, but I remem- yeah. re-remembered it. Upon now that you the- mention it, it's, it's, it's arisen out of the coffin of my memory <laughs> like a vampire. So Saha gets to go into that list. Of- he gets to join Jack Bird at the, um, the dream dinner party the of the substitute <laughs> catches. <laughs> so he's, he's a nominee. And the last 10 minutes of play today, I'm not sure what commentary you had on in your earpiece on the way here. but I was uh, on the ABC in the car, I reckon. Okay, so were you listening to the stump mics? Yes. But to the extent that you were able to audibly hear mm-hmm. what Matthew Wade and Tim Payne were saying. No, I think they were probably turning that down. Yeah, they weren't turned down on our... On our coverage on SEN, okay. they were just, just echoing the words that, that Shane Warne had said and, and Andrew Simons had said. They are very much team Warne and Simons when it comes to Labuschagne, put it that way. So I'm not sure if that was for effect to sort of neutralise the coverage mm. from two days ago, which was, you know, rightly critical. It's pretty grim. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty grim stuff they were saying. But nonetheless, it was probably funny that Labuschagne was involving himself in that at the end of play. I'm willing to give them the benefit of that they weren't teasing him that they were playing along with him. So... Mm-hmm. That's a late contender. Anything else from your okay. end? No, I think that's that's about it for me. I mean, the the Cam Green sixes were, were a lot of fun. The galloping oh, yeah. whack, you know, just seeing that in the Test match and the Rohit Sharma one I mentioned earlier could be a Hall of Fame entrant on its own. I think we're going to give it to Ritterman Saha, given yep. he, he he was dropped for the second Test. Yep. I think we might see him in the fourth Test. I can easily imagine a scenario where Punt plays the specialist bat mm-hmm. at six, and they have to shuffle Saha back into the team. I suppose yep. time will tell. What I will say in looking forward to tomorrow is that this Indian team just don't quit. They're nine out all out tomorrow, right? Mm. But I'm absolutely committed to the idea that they're going to make this tough. Nathan Lyon's taken four wickets for the series, none in this test match. Bowled well, but he hasn't got the magic mm-hmm. at the moment. He might go and bowl him out tomorrow, and, well, if he does and he collects his 400th wicket along the way, wouldn't that be a delightful yep. way to finish the test match? But with Lyon not necessarily ragging them and not being that kind of pitch either, yeah, sure, Hazelwood, mm. come and stuck, phenomenal. But something about Pajara and the criticism, something about Rahane and the way he batted last week, I've just got a feeling about these guys. Okay. Australia will get them in the end, I'm sure. Just It's up and down, the pitch is unpredictable and there yep. will be enough wicket-taking balls, but you know, I'd, I'd love to see a, a proper scrap on the way to that. Let's hope so. This has been the India Daily for Day 4, SCG. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon. If you're enjoying what we're doing on the podcast and haven't yet tapped into Cam Fink's glorious work, he's shooting us, forget about what we're saying. If you just want to see the shots that Cam is giving us via you YouTube of Melbourne through the week. It's worth it alone. If you enjoy this podcast and have found it via the Daily Show, Storytime is up and running again for 2021, which is our weekly gallop through the history of cricket that was published earlier today. And we'll have another weekly episode coming out after the Test Match. So the final word might be a day-by-day proposition right now, but mm-hmm. we continue 52 weeks of the year. Patreon.com forward slash the final word if you want to contribute. That's it. India Daily. Jeff Lemon, Adam Cohen. See you tomorrow. Cut up. So you know what I meant. I had to go about